Welcome back to Small Town Missing. I'm Thomas. I'm Will. And I'm Rhonda. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for liking. It's greatly appreciated. It is. And thank you for suggestions. Yep. And which actually, Rhonda, isn't this a suggestion that you've got in this case that we're covering today? It is a listener-suggested Ooh. case. Hey, they, they I, I appreciate uh, podcasts like that when we listen or when I listen to something and they're like, oh, you know, this is a user-submitted, you know, idea. I think that's great. I think it just shows that they care about their, you know, the people that submit things. Agreed. I agree. And uh, care about... Uh, cases that they're interested in mm-hmm. and, and this one i think is a local case to this, this oh, particular wow. listener. oh okay cool so like that's really cool i don't know much about this case i'm excited for you to i tell know us. absolutely nothing about this case like most cases <laughs> like most of them <laughs> i'm just the audio and sound guy i, I know yeah. not really oh, though it's the same thing isn't it you're a personality <laughs> audio and sound yeah, yeah kind of go hand sure. in hand yeah. Yeah. we don't do video right now audio so. and sound and whatever else you want to be that day i am the editor yep and producer Yep, and producer. Well, you remember, Rhonda, you remember in that old podcast when Thomas said, oh, uh, somehow I'm the CEO of the company. I said, I never signed anything like that. Are you mm-hmm. kidding? No, I was the CEO of Ramble Gamble. Oh, Ramble Gamble. I said, oh, by the way, I still didn't sign a contract for that. Where I uh, Listen. Hey, I, I said CEO, and you did not argue NDA. With me. I don't have an NDA. I'm selling my story. That's fine. I don't care. I'm selling. I'll be on E! Hollywood Entertainment or whatever That's that is. fine with me. I want you to be successful. <laughs> me too. I want, so, I mean, I want us now. all, all well, to be successful. If Agreed. we're passing out cool titles, keep me in mind. I want something. You were well, CFO. You yeah, you were CFO. I was CEO. Oh, okay. Well, we gave you the money. We were like, well, well honest, hey. Honestly, she should be COO. Chief operating What's officer. What's oh, operating, mm-hmm. operating officer? Yeah. Well, make, she has make, the most experience. Make sure everything actually works. <laughs> I feel like Rhonda has the most experience. In, like, I'm the one who just signs that. my name on things. I, I love it. Hey, listen, if, I, I'll sign whatever y'all want me to. If it's going to give me a little money, I'll sign it. Come on. <laughs> that could also cost you a lot of money. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. I take, I, just I, saying. I need to keep an eye on Will. I take that sure. back. Oh, you think? <laughs> I take that back. Have you seen how much he spends? How easily he spends? I spend. Hey, listen, I, that's coming from someone who just made a freaking big like PS5 thing lately. Oh, yeah, I saved up for that. Thank and listen, so have I. I said, "What's the difference?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You ready to start the episode? Oh, did you? <laughs> right. We had to change our we, uh, uh, technical difficulties. Yeah, we uh, we could not print off the uh, information, so she is having to do it on her phone. But she set her timer very low for the screen to close out. It should be interesting. So <laughs> just make sure it, it yeah. might time out. Whenever you start seeing it get lighter, touch the screen. Yeah, just touch it. It should work. Or just touch the screen fairly frequently. Oh, she will because she'll be scrolling. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, but yeah. so poor Rhonda. Yeah, so it, it timed out and she was having to sign back in. <laughs> She's having to strain her eyes today. Yeah. But I think uh, I'm good. Okay. okay. She's ready. Well, She's ready. Let's start this episode. All right. Okay. Well, as I said, today's episode is a listener requested case. And this is about Layla Marie Faulkner. She was 29 years old when she disappeared from Troy, Alabama, July 4th, 2016. Now, for those of you who don't know, Troy is a small town, a population of about Mm 20,000. And it's about uh, 150 miles north of Pensacola, Florida. Mm -hmm. So not quite mid-state Alabama. I, I do know where Troy is. I think we all do, as a matter of fact. Yep. <laughs> Layla and boyfriend Blaine Grayler Jr. had broken up just two days before her disappearance. Faulkner had moved back in with her parents. On the day of her disappearance, Faulkner and Grayler had been arguing on Facebook. According to Charlie Project, Layla accused Blaine of stealing from her and said he left her for another man. Grayler responded back, saying their breakup was mutual. 
he wasn't gay and didn't leave Faulkner for a man. Mm -hmm. He did say their breakup was due in a large part to Layla's substance abuse issues. Layla stayed at home while her family went out on the 4th of July to a barbecue. Uh, She was still at home when they returned that afternoon. Her parents last spoke to her at 5.30 p.m. She made a post on her Facebook page from her parents' home about that same time, and that was the last time Faulkner's family saw her. Oh, wow. Yeah, they uh, heard her leave around 7 p.m. that night. They didn't see her, but they heard her, I guess, shut the door. Okay, so they do know that they're like, okay, we have a general timeline of when we think she left. Yeah, exactly. But they weren't sure if someone picked her up at the house. Someone drove up. We didn't. They didn't hear anything like that, mm-hmm. a car arriving. Or, or she could have left the house, maybe gone walking, and someone picked her up later. No idea. Mm-hmm. Okay. Her purse, cell phone, and tablet were also gone. No vehicle was taken. Like I said, they weren't sure how she left the house. Yeah. Uh, now, she had left days at a time before, but never for extended periods of time. Yeah, and I feel like we hear about that kind of things, too. Like, if we think she was, you know, uh, suffering with substance abuse disorder, I don't think it's uncommon for people like that to kind of go for, a, you know, maybe a day or so at a time or whatever. And I feel like I've heard that before, for sure. Yeah, I, I think we have. I, I don't think that's unusual. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know that they were overly concerned for the first day or two, but then obviously after that, she was gone longer than expected. Uh, Layla's social media accounts have been inactive since that uh, 5.30 p.m. posting on the day she disappeared. Bank accounts, credit cards, and cell phone have been inactive. Oh, wow. So there's nobody, like, presumably, like, if you think that she met with foul play, maybe somebody would have gotten her card or done something with her tab, you know, something. So there's really nothing with else with that. None of that. Yeah. 530 just seems to have stopped everything yeah. as far as social media and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grayler took a polygraph. The results were inconclusive. He was asked to take a second, but according to Charlie Project, he refused. Yeah, which, I mean, we well, we said that on the last podcast, I feel like, two or two podcasts ago, that, you know, I don't know if I would even take a polygraph at this point, you know? Oh, I wouldn't trust it. Yeah, because it's not an exact science. No, and I don't think that's unusual, honestly. No, I mean, I think that's like the, the good thing to do sometimes, you know? Yeah, Grayler is considered a person of interest in the case. Layla's parents think he may know what happened to her, even if he's not necessarily involved. Mm-hmm. I don't know at uh, what point Layla told her parents uh, she was afraid of Grayler or if some quote, if something happens to me, it's him. But apparently that was said. Uh, Grayler's parents uh, have, have stated that. Oh, okay. She made that point to them. Okay. So, oh, so she told his parents that. Now she told her parents Oh, her that. parents. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I don't know. I feel like, you know, you do have to take that kind of thing seriously. If like, especially if you're in that kind of relationship or something's happening, like you do want to tell somebody what's going on. So I'm I'm glad at least she made, maybe she told someone seemingly. Yeah. And I don't know that she went into any other detail other than, you know, it would be him if something happened. To yeah. Him. If something happened to me. But again, he's just a person of interest. Yeah. No, not, not a suspect by any means. No, it's not a suspect. Um, March, or I'm sorry, in March of 2018, a sign with information regarding Layla's disappearance was damaged. Someone had stuck a knife into the sign on Highway 231 South in Troy. Two knives were found at the scene, one knife still sticking in the sign, and both were taken by police for fingerprints. Now, I found this on alabamanews.net, posted March 20th of 2018. The name of the article is Pike County Family Concerned after finding damage to missing daughter's sign. I'd be concerned. That, that, that's very concerning. Uh, yeah, and if you saw the pictures, it's actually kind of creepy because someone left the knife sticking 
in Layla's eye, the oh. image of Layla in wow. her eye. Uh, and it's not known if the damage to the sign is somehow related to the case. Yeah, like, I mean, it just seemed like, I guess it could be somebody who was just trying to prank somebody or something like that. But also, like, it does pose, like, I don't know, that is creepy, like you said. Yeah, now tips have come in over the years, but no trace of Layla. Mm. According to AlabamaNews.net article, family investigators searching for answers three years later, posted July 5th, 2019, Layla's parents, Susan and Ricky Faulkner, are offering a $10,000 reward for information leading to Layla's location. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susan Faulkner doesn't believe Layla is still alive but uh, because she wouldn't have abandoned her daughter. And she had a daughter, uh, Madison, yeah. who I believe was eight years old at the time of her mother's disappearance. Okay, I mean, she was still young. I mean, still young now because you said this occurred, what, in 2016? Oh, you would ask me that. I'm uh, sorry. 2016, yes. Okay, right. I thought it was. I thought it was. Yeah, 4th of July, 2016. Mm. That's just sad, Rhonda. I just hate these cases where we just don't have like any resolution. And also, like, I mean, it's just one of those cases, too, that we I didn't hear anything about this in like the mainstream media or anything like that. Um, it just goes to show I just, you know, I, we, we never have enough coverage for missing person cases like this, I feel like. No, we don't. And just the, the research I've done trying to find things, I found the two articles on alabamanews.net. And then there was an article, uh, NBC, NBC News had done an article. Mm-hmm. But that was all I found. And you're right. I don't recall hearing about this. And that hasn't been that long ago, honestly. Yeah. Well, I mean, how many cases start out where they're just like, oh, she probably went away for a little bit. She'll be back. And then it turns into, oh, well, we don't hear anything about it for months and months. And then like once we do hear something else about it, it's like, oh, by the way, like she's been missing for six months at this point. Like, I don't know. I feel like there's probably a lot of cases like that that aren't just covered. And, you know, those cases that we think are, are start out as something like, oh, maybe they just ran away. And then here they are still missing six months later so that's i don't know that's really weird i hate that yeah it is i agree but i would have to agree with the mother susan i I can't imagine someone abandoning abandoning their child yeah honestly and like even if you know no matter what she was going through like they know their child the best even if they think that she was sub you know suffering with substance abuse disorder they know that you know she still cared about her daughter so yeah exactly you know who, who knows better than the family at that point uh, Layla is Caucasian with blonde hair and blue-gray eyes. At the time of her disappearance, she was 5'6 and weighed 125 to 150 pounds. She was wearing a white tank top, white flip-flops, and blue denim shorts. Uh, she has Chinese characters meaning success on her foot. These are tattoos. Mm-hmm. The name Madison on the inside of her right wrist and cherries on her lower back. Her collarbone on the right side healed crookedly from a fracture. Mm. And she would now be 36. Wow, still so young. Yeah. If you have any information regarding Layla's disappearance, contact Pike County Sheriff's Office at 256-566-4347. And as always, the sources for our episodes will be in our show notes. And I've also included a link to Facebook page, Layla Faulkner Missing. A tip line to Halo's investigations was posted August 19th, 2022. Halo's investigations is a nonprofit organization dedicated to combat combating trafficking and exploitation of children, which normally takes and they normally take cases of people who are 21 or under. Mm-hmm. But after hearing about Layla's case, they reached out to the family, and uh, your tips can be anonymous. 
Barbara Milner Hastings is a case manager, and her phone number can be found on that Facebook post. Oh, that's awesome. I'm glad that they took her on because, I mean, like, no matter what the age, I'm glad she has people in her corner maybe still looking for her. Yeah, and I hate that I couldn't find more information, like someone may have spotted her somewhere or something was found, her purse or ID or something was found somewhere. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, nothing. I mean, she just walked out the door and was gone. Yeah, and they just have that one person of interest, just the, you know, ex-boyfriend, I guess, at this point. But yeah, like nothing really super tangible or anything like that. But I don't know, maybe, you know, that can change if people call in some tips or whatever. Maybe. Uh, And I do have some questions. If she had disappeared sometime previously and had been gone for several days, uh, and I'm sure this question's been asked, but where did she go? Yeah, like what were the normal hangout spots? Did she have someone who she would go meet? Or like would she have potential like people she'd hang out with? Or I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, that those would be my questions. Who was she with when she disappeared for an extended period of time? Yeah. Where was she? Did she leave the state? Did she stay local? Those kind of things. Yeah, I mean, I did she have, like, and especially because of that thing that she told with her family, like, I wonder, you know, if anything happens to me, it was him, you know, talking about the ex-boyfriend. Did she have maybe a plan? Like, did she suspect maybe some? you know, we've talked about cases where people have just run away and, you know, maybe potentially, like, we, we've talked about, oh, well, maybe they just did, like, hide or, like, go somewhere where they didn't want to be found. Like, you know, I, I guess that's not out of the realm of possibility with this case. No, I don't think it is out of the realm of possibility, but uh, I think it's unusual. Certainly the parents think it's unusual. Yeah, and, and you would think that if anything, they would know that she would have done something like that. And again, when she made the statement, if something happens to me, it's him, that could have been when they were quarreling. And yeah, she, true. you know, felt uncomfortable or she, you know, she just... Just you know, say something when just, you, you don't mean, yeah, you know, exactly. in the moment. Right, exactly. You know, during that time frame, if that's what was going on, you just... That was a statement you made. So... Again, as I said, he is a person of interest, but no suspects mentioned in this case. Well, Rhonda, I'm glad you were able to cover this one for one of the listeners, though. I think that's really cool. Agreed. So I hope we can continue to do that. I know I have a case I'm trying to research for next week that was a listener um, suggestion. So I'm, I'm trying to look up things for that. So hopefully I'll have good luck and, you know, maybe we can do something and maybe, you know, inspire some change here. So I hope we can do that in Layla's case, too. I hope so. And, you know, every so often I go back and look at our old cases. And so I'll keep an eye on this one, too. Yeah. It's, uh, let's see. It'll be seven years this July. Yeah. So. I always feel better with these cases that are seven years versus the, you know, oh, this occurred in the 70s, you know, cases that we've talked about. Yeah. I mean, it's very possible that she could turn up. Yeah. And she could just say, well, I just needed to be away. We, we, I hope, I hope we do something with that, Rhonda. I hope that's exactly what happens. But all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And... Keep commenting, liking, subscribing. Give us suggestions. Our Instagram is Small Town Missing. I believe all one word, you're all right. lowercase. I believe you're right, sir. And just reach out to us. And everyone stay safe during this. Uh, we're having a little bit of bad weather down here. So if you're near you know, this area, just be, be safe. All right, guys. Catch you next week. Bye.